On this week's episode, we welcome Maryland State's attorney, Ivan Bates. State Attorney of Maryland, Ivan Bates, who's also joined by his father, Henry Bates. As we talk about the importance of fathers in the household and the impact they have on their sons and their daughters for a lifetime. Talk about the importance of fathers, your father in your life. Well, I mean, you know, people always ask me who's my number one hero. I'd have to say if I'd have my, my father. You know, he was the one who gave me a lot of tough love, taught me a lot of lessons of life. But he was the one I always remember, you know, I played baseball and my dad would throw pitches at me. uh, So I would practice hitting and it didn't matter. I would hit 20, 30, 40 balls. He would go pick up every one. We do it again and again and again. You know, my father was the one who was there constantly, my number one supporter. But he was also my number one disciplinarian teaching me right from wrong. He was the one that, you know, I watched him get up. I watched him work hard. I watched him sacrifice. I watched him do everything he needed to do to always put our family first and to give me a future. And so for me, without a doubt, he would definitely have to be my hero because he was the one that showed me, to me, what I need to live like with honor and how to be a man. You know, Mr. Bates, um, we must congratulate you on your service to this country. You spent about, what, 22 years in the military. Talk about your life growing up. Oh, I grew up in Dumfries, Virginia. I was uh, a normal individual just trying to uh, survive and went to school. Then I joined the military. So talk, talk about what, and I know your son served two years in the Army. You wanted him to go to the Air Force, but obviously he didn't. Uh, why, why, why is that military experience so important? I think that it gives uh, an individual an opportunity to uh, get a background and, and, and reinforce the discipline that a person needs uh, in life. What was it like with your father? Oh, my father, well, uh, we were very close, but not as close as I am to my son. What do you think the difference is? Oh, my father was mainly, uh, he wanted to uh, provide for me. Uh, I have two sisters as well. And uh, he wanted to uh, ensure that I got the things out of life that I, I needed. Mm. So, so uh, your father is very proud of the fact that he has a very close bond with his son. That is an invisible currency that you carry with you every day, no matter what you have. It gives you real self-esteem, real self-worth, because he believes in you. Yeah. You know, without a doubt, it's uh, one thing is also my dad doesn't tell. Every night at 11 o'clock, he's going to call, check in, see how the day was. And that's very important um, because, you know, you always have that supporter. That supporter was there for me. You call your day ones. And, you know, I think it's very important, especially I, especially I think being a black man in America, because you have your father, you have that person who's supporting you. You have that person who's gone through so many obstacles in life. And to me, he's able to let me understand the road that I needed to move in my life. I didn't always do everything the way he wanted me to. And he allowed me to make my mistakes, but he allowed me to come back. Heck, when I 
when I finished high school, you know, I tell people I struggle to graduate, but when I finished high school, my father didn't say, okay, you can stay up here. My father told me it's time for you to get out the house. So him and my mother, um, who's deceased now, that they could have their life. So I think one of the things I learned about my father was that he was going to keep you in the quote unquote, the, the, the nest as long as you needed. But when it was time to go, he was going to definitely push you so you could fly on your own. And that's what's something that's very, very important I need to do. You know, you mentioned your struggles in high school, but yet you went on to graduate, undergraduate from Howard University. But listen, somehow or another, you found that educational motivation. You did so much of um, continuing education on your own, but you attended William Mary and William Mary Law School, and you were able to do exceptionally well there. Where did you make, um, make the amends from high school where you was not, you were not focused. It was not a priority to you, but you found yourself in one of the top law schools. I think to me it was simple. Um, My father already instilled the foundational pieces. I didn't know I had them, but when I went to the military, I'll never forget. I hated to dig ditches. I hated to take orders. I didn't understand why you're waking me up at 3.30 in the morning to go stand near a fire hydrant that nobody on earth knows I'm there. And I had to stay there till two hours and I couldn't go back to sleep because it's time to get up and do, you know, PT. And I just felt that there was something bigger for me. I wanted to do it. When I went to Howard University, I had the opportunity to really feel very comfortable in my skin. I had the opportunity to see people who are excelling at a higher rate. And I knew that that's what I wanted. And so being in that environment, Howard University really, it, it was the, the match that lit the fuse that allowed me to excel. And then while at Howard, you know, I was student body president and um, everybody suggested you need to go to law school, you need to go to law school. And so I almost said it was almost like a Forrest Gump type life, so to speak, where doors just opened. And I have to say, I one, have the foundational pieces that my parents, my father and mother instilled. Number two, the military taught me the discipline, the work ethic, and Howard University gave me that opportunity. And so once it gave me that opportunity, I realized I wanted something bigger and better out of my life. And if I had the opportunity or chance, I was going to go for it. And that's what I think everything just came together for me. What are some of your most memorable moments about your son growing up? Because he's your only child. Well... I think they, when he went into the military and he came out, he told me he wanted to go to Howard. So, of course, we always supported him, whatever he wanted to do. So, said, okay. So, we drove up to Howard and tried to find a place for him. We eventually did. And this, this is what came out of it. You know, one of the things that we don't talk about enough when we think about Father's and Father's Day is the quality time that you spend, the trip he talked about driving the Howard University. You know, we just take it for granted that young men today know how to have a relationship with their fathers. And we also take it for granted that fathers instinctively know how to have a relationship with their sons. But it's just not that simple. Simple. What is your roadmap? It's work. Like you talking about your daughter, London, it's work. She's energizing. She's really the energizing bunny. Yes, but it's a labor of love. But talk about the work it takes to build and to really get to know your father and the father to know the son. You know, I think what I remember most of all about my father, he I played a lot of sports. And I remember 
trying to swim and I failed my swim test. I was terrified. I was afraid to let go of the side of the pool. And I'll never forget, it was middle of the day. And my father showed up in his uniform. He was in the Air Force to watch my swim test. And for whatever reason, that day, I was not going to fail my swim test in front of my dad. I let go of the side of the pool. I swam. You had to swim around and deep in. No, you, you had let to flip. go of fear. I let go of my fear. Yeah. And it was because seeing my father right there. My father and I had spent a lot of time in the pool. And so one of the things I think is the most important lesson I've really learned from my father is that you have to put the time in with your children. You cannot get around if you do not put the time in. So even with London, as busy as my day may be as state's attorney, we had a, an event the other day at her school, dudes and dads, where basically the fathers or grandfathers or whomever, they were able to go to the school, watch recess, interact with your children and sit there with lunch to give the teachers a break so that they could do some things. That was important for me to do because London will only be in first grade one time. She'll be six one time. And those are the memories that she'll know that her father and her grandfather were there. You have to invest in your children. You have to spend time with them. You have to go ahead and let them see you so that hopefully they'll know that's what they need to do with their children. My dad did it for me and I, I try and I try my best to do it for my daughter. You have two daughters. Yes, yes, yes. My, my ex-wife had one um, that I helped raise. So, yes. Yeah. So what did you learn from your eldest to prepare you for your youngest daughter? Whew. There are two totally different kids. Really? Um, what I learned was with little girls, you have to be thoughtful in your words that you have to make sure you constantly build them up and let them see that they're sheroes. And those are she, female heroes and allow them to understand who they are and grow into who they need to be. Um, and at all times, they're always going to love you the same. You have to provide that safe place and that safe space so they can feel that they can open up. And there are going to be times with their mother that they're going to want to talk to them about things. They're not going to want to talk to you about things. And that's OK. But when they're ready to talk, you have to be available. And so with London, what I've learned is that, you know, when it comes to sports and ripping and running, I'm her guy. But when she wants to talk about some emotional and feelings, that's what she feels more comfortable with her mother. When she's sick, she's going to mommy. But when the tooth fairy comes, for whatever reason, she wants the tooth to be under daddy's pillow. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. 